Yumadaf Yudalad, five lines in the bottom of Yudgimo Abeis. As we know, a Kayin or a Kayin Gadol cannot be Metame to a Mace. There's an Issa to be Metame to a Mace. However, we also know that a regular Kayin, a Kayin headed, can be Metame to any of his Shevet Kravim. However, a Kayin Gadol cannot even be Metame to any of his seven Kravim. And the Pasuk actually says, La'aviv Uli'imai Lo'yitame, Umen Amidash Lo'yetziv Lo'yichal. And as we learn out in Misech Tesvachim, that even if the father or the mother of a Kayin Gadol dies, he cannot be Metame to them. And he should not go out from his kedusha at all, which means that he could still be makriv. And even if he's makriv a carbon, it's not mechalit and it's not puzzle. And this din is specifically by a kain gadol. However, by a kain hedit, the din actually is that if he does the avoda when he's an oinin, it would actually passel the avoda. So Agamar starts and says, kain gadol makriv oinin. A kain gadol could do that krava while he's an oinin, and it doesn't passel it. However, even though we said he could do the avoda, however, he still can't eat any of the kachim. Why? Because Kachim is Ostatoinen, and we have the Kavachim for Maisa, because by Maisa, we say during Vida Maisas, and if by Maisa shame this dinner, you can't eat it while you're an Oinen, then for sure that Kachim, which is much more Chama, then surely you can't eat it while you're an Oinen. And Agamar continues and says, Rabbi Huda Aimeb, Kalayim, Rabbi Huda argues in the Tanakhama, and says the words Kalayim. Now the Gemara asks, My Kalayim, what does Rabbi Huda mean when he says Kalayim? Amr Rav, Rav says, Rabbi Huda is actually telling you a major Chiddush of here and he's saying that a kain gadol not only is the din that if he does the hakrava and he does some avoid in the base of English, it's not possible, but we actually go and bring the kain gadol from his house in order that he should do avoid the wall his anointing in order that will reduce his tsar. But Amalai Abai, Abai says that doesn't make sense that Rabbi Huda would say such a cooler because Hashra Rabbi Huda, we know according to Rabbi Huda, Afuke Mafkinle, Benigeya, the kain hadid, we actually take him away and we say we can't do avoid at all, and that's actually a chumra more than Tanakama. The Tanya, as we have a bride. If there's a kain headed that was actually standing and doing a krava on him, and then he finds out that he's an oinin, he actually has to leave over his avoidah and then he has to leave. So Rabbi Huda seems to be machma and says that a kain headed has to leave while he's in the middle of avoidah. Rabbi Yaisi actually is much more meiko and he says that he actually a kain headed that's in the middle of avoidah and he hears that he's an oinin, he could finish up his avoidah. Now, my how can you say in Agamur, Rabbi Yehuda is going to come out and be Mekel more than the Tanakhama? We see Rabbi Yehuda is the Mandama who's generally Machbe. So how can you say that you say, bring the Kayin Gadol to the base Middash and let him do a Vaidah according to Rabbi Yehuda? That comes out a great Kula. Elam Rava. Therefore, Rava says the Pshat in Rabbi Yehuda is, my Kalayim. When Rabbi Yehuda said the Lashin, that Kalayim, he meant to say as follows, and we turn to that Yudalanav, that actually what he's saying is actually Chumra, and he's saying that even though the Din the rice is that a kain got a wall he's an oinin he can actually do the avoda. However, we don't let him do the avoda because since even if he does the avoda, we said before that it's also to eat. Therefore, we're worried that if he does the avoda, he may come to eat from kachim, and that's why you say during the day while you're an oinin, a kain gadol should not do malacha, and that's Rabbi Huda being machmer, which is lishitasai, just like Rabbi Huda's machmer over Rabbi Yisi in the brisa about kain hadit. Therefore, the same thing over here. But the gay kain gadol, he's also machmer more than Tanakaba and Rashi at the time. Of Yudal Raman Alta actually says, means that he can't do that void during the day out of Lila until the night. But at night, in at night, when you want to be and you're not an at that point because Aninus is only Negea during the daytime, during the same period that the person died, after he could do Haktaro. So Amalur of Adabahab says back to Rava, Migos Rabbi Huda Shem Yechel, could it be the Rabbi Huda made the Xera that you now do that void during the day because maybe you'll come to eat? 
Tanam, we have our Mishnah that says, that for the Kayin Gadol, before Yom Kippur, we separate aside another wife because maybe his original wife will die. And Zot Gemara, if his wife would really die, then at that point, since his wife died, he becomes an Oinein. And still we say, he'll marry the other wife and he'll still be able to do Avodah. And we don't have a Xera of Rabbi Yudah over there. Maybe you'll come to eat. And we still say, you'll have to do Avodah. So we see against Rabbi that just said that Rabbi Yudah holds that the Xera Shem Yechol. And that Gemara says, of course it's a major Nafkamina. Amalei, Hachi Hashta, Hasam over there, Kivniyam Kapurim, who the Kula Amalei Kachli, who Namilei Asl Mechol. And by Yom Kippur, of course we say, even if his wife dies, he's allowed to do Avodah because there's no Xera Shem Yechol. Since everyone in Yom Kippur is not eating, therefore, of course, the Kain Gadol is not going to eat on Yom Kippur. Hacha the Kula Amalei, who Namilei Asl Mechol. However, by regular day, when you're in Oinein, we're worried that if we let the Kain Gadol do Avodah, he may come to eat since everyone else is in any case eating. Now, at this point, the Gemara is asking a question really on Rav Adi Bahava. Rav Adi Bahava took it as a pshitas that if the Kain Gadol's wife will die, the Kain Gadol will be in Oinein. How could Rav Adi Bahava say that when his original wife will die, he'll be in Oinein? But we know that we said before that in order to make sure that there was no case where the Kain Gadol was married to two wives, as it says, Beisoy means Zu Ishtai has to be one wife and not two wives. Therefore, we said that he gave both wives a get before Yontiv, and we'd see what, what happened on Yontiv. And we saw that this wife was about to die in Yontiv. We said before that part of the get had a t'nai, that he would have to go to Beis HaKnesses, and then the t'nai would be Mukhim, and therefore the get would be a good get. So now the Kohen Gadol is going to walk into Beis HaKnesses right before she dies, and the get's going to be a good get. If the get's a good get, as we discussed yesterday, then L'Chair, what's going to happen? Therefore, there's not going to be a Dinamaninus on this Kohen Gadol at all. So what What's the basis for Adam Bahava's question at all? And the Gemara answers, Nihi Daninus Lechala, Atrude Milai Mitrid, Enochanami, there's no Dinaninus on the Kain Gadol because it wasn't his wife anymore because Lemaisa he divorced her. However, of course, he has Trida, of course, there's no Simcha. And like Rashi says, it will catch him be eating Simcha Vagdullah, Dechsiv Lechana Satan Lemashcha, Kedarech Shamalach Meichlam. And therefore, since the Kain Gadol, because his original wife died, will still be in a matter that he doesn't have Simcha, so therefore, the Chayrid should be Exer Shem Yechal, and that was what Adam Bahava his question, and of course we answered that there's no problem of Zeir Shem Yechol on Yom Kippur because no one's eating on that day. We continue with the Mishra, Kol Shivs Yomim, who Zerik is Adam of Maktis Akhtaris, or Meitav Saneris, or Makar Vesareish Vesaregal. All seven days that we learned in the first Mishnah, that Shivs Yom Kainu Yom Kippur, Mafrishin Kaigadol, Mibes Olishkas Padrin, during those seven days, the Kaigadol was training in order that he knew how to do all the Avodas in the base of Mikdash, and therefore, for the carbon Tamin Shel Shacha, he made sure to do the Zerik Saddam. He also did the Haktaris of Akhtaris. He also was made of Sinaris, which means he cleaned out the lamps of the Menorah in order to prepare to do the lighting of the Menorah. And he would also offer the Rosh and the Regal of the Tamil Shoshacha onto the Mizbech. The Shaklim, the rest of the year, in Ratzel Hakram Makram, the Kain Gadol always has the choice to go and be Makram whatever he wants, and no one else could stop him. Shakain Gadol Makram Chelek Rosh, because the Kain Gadol can always be Makram whatever he wants, for not to Chelek Rosh, and he also takes any Chelek of the boss that belongs to Kainim, he can pick whatever he wants, and he has first choice of the best meats that the Kayanim would get. The Gemara continues, Matana, who's the Tana Mishnah? Amr Chistor, Chistor says, the 
like Rabbi Kiva. This is not like Rabbi Kiva Shita. Now, as we know, and as we said before, every single day of the Shivas Yom, Kain Yom Kippurim, they would actually take the Mayim, the water and the ashes of the Paraduma, and they'd spray it on the Kain Gadol for extra purity. Some say it was seven days, some say it was only two days, only Shlishi Bishvi. But the point is that they would actually pour it on him. Now, we also said on Mishnah that the din is that every single day of the seven days, the Kain Gadol would do that Voides in the base of Midrash. The Zakti Gemara, the Ira Bakiva, if you're going to say it's Rabkiva, Ha'ama, Tarsh, Tamasai. Rabbi Kiva Shita is that if you have someone that's a tar person and you do hazatim, it automatically makes that person tummy at least for one day. And therefore, how would the Kayin Gadol do the Avoida during those days? And by the fact that our Mishnah said that for all seven days he was doing the Avoida, therefore you see our Mishnah is not going like Rabbi Kiva. And we're going to go through the Gemara for another half of Ahmed, and on Ahmed Bey's we're going to come and give this tarots on how the Mishnah could be like Rabbi Kiva. But now the Gemara just goes through the Shita Rabbi Kiva, the Tanya as we have in Baisa, the Hizahatar al Tamid. The Pasuk says that the one who is tar will go and spray the Mayim of the Paraduma onto the one who's tummy. Now, it could have said, as we'll see in the Gemara in a moment, it could have said, the he's tar, a love on him. Why does it say al tummy? And therefore, we learn out, al tummy tar, if you spray it on a person that's tummy, he becomes tar. However, if you spray the Mayim or the ashes of the Paraduma on a person that's tar, tummy, he becomes tummy. These are the words of Kiva, like we just said, the Lafir if someone is tar, then by pouring and spraying the ashes of the Paraduma, they actually become tummy. However, these words are not said. What it meant to say in the Pasuk is talking about that the only time that you have a dinner of Paraduma is only on something that's Mechabal Tuba. Mai, what does this mean? What does Rabbanon mean to say? As we have a Mishnah. The din is that if someone had Kavana to take from the Paraduma and pour it on a Behemoth. Now, a is something that's never Mechabal Tuba while it's alive. A Behemoth cannot have any dinner of Tum on it. And therefore, by spraying it on a behemoth, really you're doing it in the wrong way. But that was only a kavana. And kavana doesn't count in this case. So therefore, since you are actually mazit on a person, and a person of course is mikabal tumor, therefore if it still has more liquid on the azive, then you can still go and pour it again. It doesn't become possible by the fact they had bad kavana. However, the skavana has all adam, even though you had kavana to go and pour this liquid from the paraduma onto a person, but the hizal behemoth, you made a mistake, and you go and you pour it on a behaba, at that point you did it on something which is not Mechabal Tumah, and therefore was not proper to do it as on a behaba. And therefore, even if you still have some liquid left on the Ezeb, you can't go and pour it again and do it on a person because it comes possible. What's the psal? The psal is because you did a Vaidah with the liquid of a paraduma, and as Rashi says, the Nifsubu Malacha, by the fact that you did Malacha with this liquid, therefore the whole thing became possible. Tazal Shabhema, Ain Shemazala, Bahavalu Kamayim and therefore, it's like you did Molochah with the Mayim of the Paraduma. And the Gemara continues to explain the Shita of Rabbi Kiva and Rabbanan. And the Gemara says as follows, My time to Rabbi Kiva, what's Pshan Rabbi Kiva? Nicht Rechman of Why does the Pasuk not say that the Tar should spray on him? My Al-Tami, why does he say Al-Tami? Shmamina, therefore teaches us, Al-Tami Tar, if you spray it on someone's tummy, it becomes Tar. But if you spray it on someone that's Tar, Tami, you become Tami. Rabbanan, Zakimar, Hailid Varma, Makavan Tumu Dasa, Avahacha, Kavachaymu, Imal Tami Tar, here would be 
be a simple kavachayma. If when you spray in someone's tummy, that person becomes tar, I'll tar lakoshkin. So of course, if you spray the mime of the paraduma on someone who's already tar, then of course he does become tummy. He stays tar. But Rabbi Kiva, how to come to Rabbi Kiva says that's exactly what Shlomo meant when he said in the pasuk, "Amati echkama." I thought I became smart. I know everything about tar. Many, and it's still so far away from me. All this chukim, I can't understand the chukim, and I don't understand why that someone that was tummy you can become tar by pouring the paraduma on them, but someone that was originally tar will become tummy by pouring the paraduma liquid on them. Now the Gemara says, Rabbanan, what do they say with the pasuk that says Amati echkama v'hirachaykim? Men are referring to the paraduma, and the Rabbanan responds, Hahu l'mazel l'mazel of tar v'nogei ben tummy. That the chiddush by Shlomo Melch was wondering about it. How could someone that actually sprays on a someone who's tummy, he stays tar, or someone that you spray on, they remain tar, but Negeben, but someone that touches the water of the paraduma, tummy becomes tummy. Zakimar, Mazatar, do you tell me that someone that sprays the paraduma water, he is tar, but if the Pasuk actually says first, the one who sprays the liquid of the nida, which means the mayim of the paraduma, they have to wash their clothing and their tummy for that day. So the Gemara says, when the Pasuk says Maza, my Maza Negea, it doesn't actually mean the one who sprays it, the one who sprays it actually says tar. It means the one who touches the mayim of the paraduma. In fact, Gemara Vaksiv Maza Vaksiv Negea. How can you say the pasuk of Maza Meidida Yechabes Begod is going on someone that touches the paraduma if the pasuk itself actually says two dinim as the pasuk says Vahaisal Lahem Lachukasaylam or Maza Meidida Yechabes Begodav and then says Mefurish Vanegei B'Meidida Yitmad Arif. So you see the two separate things. Vaoid Maza Bayikibes Begodim Lamaisa in the pasuk it says Benegei Maza you actually have to wash your clothing and Negei Loi Bayikibes Begodim. So you see that Maza is Tomei. Elod Gemara says, My Maza, when the Pusik says that someone that's Maza is actually becomes Tomei, not only is he Tomei, but his clothing becomes Tomei, that's nice. It's talking about someone that carries and holds the actual Paraduma jug that had the liquid of the Paraduma water in it. In fact, my time except Maza. If it's true that it's talking about someone that's carrying it, why does he use the terminology of Maza? Gemara says, Hakamash, when the Chiddush is to be in on Shir Hazar, they actually need the Shir and amount of Hazar in order to be Tomei when you're carrying something. But the Gemara says, that's very according to the mandama that says you need some sort of shear when you do hazar. There's a mandama that says that even a mashu of the mayim of the paraduma, if it goes on a person, you become tar, and therefore you don't need a shear. How can you say by carrying it, you need a shear if there's no real shear for paraduma? But in this, the Gemara responds, even according to that mandama that says that there's no shear, that's only when you're putting it onto the person. Then there's no shear, even a mashu will be matarim. But carrying, you have to have a shear in a kli in order to be considered a tummy for carrying the mayim of the paraduma, the tan. Because we learned in the Mishnah, how much liquid do you have to have in a kli in order that it has enough for hazar? And the Mishnah in Mesechus Parra says, the shear of the mechatas that has to be in the kli in order that someone that carries it becomes tummy is in order that you put the azab into the kli and get enough liquid liquid on it, that afterwards you could go take it and spray it onto a person. And if that's the case, then by holding that kli, the person will become tummy. And that's what Shlomo was bothered by, that how could it be that the person that's spraying the paraduma and the person that's sprayed on, they stay tar and they become tar. However, a person that just carries it becomes tummy. Now, the Gemara means to say also that, for example, let's say I had such a small amount of liquid in the kli, and if you dip the azov into it, it would get absorbed into the azov, nothing would come off the azov, and nothing would be able to be sprayed on the person. Person, that of course, even if a person goes and carries that kli, they would remain tar because they didn't carry enough of the mechatas. And the Gemara, by now, just explained the shittas 
about Rabbi Kiva and Nechamim. And now we go back to the original question. Rabbi Chisda said our Mishnah would not go like Rabbi Kiva because according to Rabbi Kiva that we sprayed on the Kohen Gadol for the seven days before Yom Kippur. Lechayir, how could he do any Avoida if he's Tame because he had the Mechatas being sprayed on him? But Abaya, I'm not feeling him Rabbi Kiva. Abaya says, no, our Mishnah could even go like Rabbi Kiva because what happened is the Kohen Gadol did all of the Avoidas the entire day and the only time that they actually sprayed the Mechatas on him and the Mayim of the Paraduma and they, they actually only sprayed him right before the end of the day uh, towards the evening then he went to the mikveh right away and he did have a shemesh and therefore by the next morning he was already able to do the avodah and that's why it was never a problem for the Kangado to do the avodah all seven days that he was in the base of Mikdash during the seven days leading up to Yom Kippur the Gemara continues our Mishnah said that the Gadol every day for the seven days before Yom Kippur he would actually do the Kitaris and he also clean out the lamps of the Menorah. So Zatagumar Alma Kataris Bereshav Hadinaris that first you do Kataris during the day and then only afterwards you do the Nairis. As the Mishnah said, Maktis Akhtaris and then afterwards the Matev Sanaris. And the Gemara is for a minu, I'll ask you Shaila that we have three Mishnayas in Mesechtas Tamid. The first one says Mishizach Badishim is Bachimi, it's discussing what happens after the first person that was Zaikha to go and be Midashim Mizbachimi and to clean it out. And then the second Mishnah says over there, Mishizach Benaira, the one that Zaikha to do the Malacha and the Avoida of cleaning out the Menorah, and then we say, Mishizach Victorious, the one that Zaycha to do the Kitaris. But you see from there that the Menorah is first and then the Kitaris. So Amr Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, Man Tana Tamid, who's the Tana of Mesech the Tamid? Rav Shimon Isha Mitzbahu. That was actually said by Rav Shimon Isha Mitzbah. He is the Stam Tana in all of Mesech the Tamid. And in the Khanami, our Mishnah argues it out, meaning Rav Shimon Isha Mitzbah held that you do Hatav Sanaris first and then you mark the Kitaris. However, our Mishnah argues and holds you do Hatara first and then you make the Sanayers. Now Rashi points out that we know that Rav Shimon Mitzvah was dealing with Mesech the Tamid, the Shamin Lebrebaisa, the Ayah Bilchasei the Tamid, and that the Rav Huna brings down the Shita of Rav Shimon Mitzvah as being the Das Yochid that actually learned Mesech the Tamid. Taisus also says a similar idea, Ayin Taisus, but the Gemara says that that can't be because by Ibcha Shimin we know that Rav Shimon Mitzvah is actually not the Tana and he's not the Stam Mishnah in Mesech the Tamid because we know that he argues on the Tana over there, the Tana because we learned the Mishnah over there and the Mishnah over there is discussing what happened with the Zrika Hadam of the Tamish Shachar. We know it needed Zrika of Shtaim Shein Abba, which means you pour it two times and it went on all four corners of the Mizbech. And the Mishnah over there explains how this was done. And it says, The actual claim that was going to do the Zrika onto the Mizbech, he comes to the corner, which was on the northeast corner of the Mizbech. And then he takes the cup of blood and he pours it, some of it, on the northeast corner of the actual Mizbech. My rubbish dream is then he walks to the southwest corner of the Mizbech, nice my rubbish dream, and then he pulls it on the southwest corner of the Mizbech. Vitani Allah, and on that Mishnah Misechta's Tamid, we actually have a Tisefta that says that Rashim Isha Mitzvah is Mishanah Betamid. He actually says, even though generally when you go and pour and do Zrika of Shtaim Shein Abba, that's the proper way to do it. However, by Tom Shel Shacha, the way you do the Zrika was a little bit different. Mizrachus Sveinus, nice Mizrachus Sveinus. Enechanami, when you go to the northeast corner, you pour on the north. Corner. But then my rubbish dream is once you get to the southwest corner, Noisim Rubber, you place it on the west corner, the Akak, then you take a break, and Noisim Dreamer, and then you take it with another motion and you place the dam on the south side. Now, according to that, you see that Rav Shimon Isha Mitzvah is arguing on Mesech Tamid. Now, the Gemara is Rav Huna, if you just told us that the Stam Mishnah in Mesech Tamid is Rav Shimon Isha Mitzvah, how could it be that Rav Shimon Isha Mitzvah would argue on this Mishnah? So, Elam Rabbechan, therefore Rabbechan says, Man Tana said, "You, Rav 
Shimon Isha Mitzbuhu. You're right that there's a Stam Mishnah over there in Tamid. That's actually not Rav Shimon Isha Mitzbah. However, the Mishnah over here is Rav Shimon Isha Mitzbah, and therefore there's Machlaikis. The Mishnah is over there in Mesechus Tamid says you do Hatavs and first, and then you Makhtar Sakhars. That's Rabbanon over there. Rav Shimon Isha Mitzbah, who we see is someone that argues on Mesechus Tamid, as we just saw, Benigea, how you do Shtaim Shein Abba by the Tamid Shashacha. He also argues with them, and he holds it you Makhtar Sakhars first, and you make the Vesanaris afterwards, and our mission over here is going like that Shita. But the Gemara continues and answers Stira not from Mesechtis Yuma to Mesechtis Tamid, but from Mesechtis Yuma to Mesechtis Yuma. Frat Gemara, Vrami, say the Yuma, say the Yuma. I'm going to bring your Stira from Mesechtis Yuma to Mesechtis Yuma. Our mission just said that you first Makhtar Sakhars, and then you do Hatav Sanaris, and then you clean out the lamps of the Nair. However, the time, we're going to have a mission later on that's going to say, Pais Hasheni, during the time that they made a raffle for the second group, and we're going to see this four groups of raffles, but during the second group, they actually raffled off 13 different Avedis of the day, and the Gemara now brings down some of these that you had to raffle for. Mi who's going to do the Shechita of the carbon Tavim Shalshacha? Mi Zayrik, who's going to do the Zrika? Mi Medash Mizbech Primi, who's going to clean out the Mizbech Primi? Mi Medash Mizbech who's going to clean out and prepare the Menorah? Mi Malay Varm Kavish, who's going to bring up the Varm to the Kavish? Now, Pais Hashlishi, what's the third raffle? That was a later on raffle. Chadash Lukturis, anyone that never do the Lukturis, as we know, the was only able to be done by a person that never did it before because it was a school of Fashiris and therefore we gave everyone a chance and they said whoever never did the Ktaris before come and do a girl in order to see if you will be Zeichot to do the Ktaris today but you see from here that what came first the Dishon HaMenor came first and then the Ktaris and our Mishra said exactly the opposite it said and this is a question from Mesech Zuma to Mesech Zuma on Rabbi Abayah says like Kasha says there were actually two different times that they used to clean out the nares. First, at the beginning of the day, they would be made to five nares, and then they would take a break and go and clean out the other two nares. And therefore, Zok Abaya did that shot. Our mission that says that you mark the sectors and you made the scenarios, that top scenarios that we're talking about after the terrorists was the two nares. However, when the mission said about the pious Hasheni, and it said over there they be Mindashis Seminara, that's going on the five nares, and then you had a break where you had the pious Hashlisha and you had the before you cleaned out the last two of the nares, and we will stop over here.